has now been hijacked. Enjoy Scum. Now listening to the Lost Tapes. Don't oh, yeah, tell anyone. Does not mean that it's from Vienna. No, but it's it's originated. It's a hamburger from Hamburg. No, it's from Hamburg, Germany. Is where wrong. it originated. No, it's where it originated. No, that is so wrong. That's legit where it originated no. from. Absolutely incorrect. Look it up. Oh my fucking god. Look it up. Where's my phone? They, the hamburger was not invented in fucking Hamburg, Germany. It was absolutely. That is the stupidest. I bet you believe that the toilet was created by Thomas Crapper. Hey, Google. Wrong. Hey, Google. <laughs> Wrong. Where specifically do hamburgers come from? According to Wikipedia, the exact origin of the hamburger may never be known with any certainty. Most historians believe that it was invented by a cook who placed a Hamburg steak between two slices of bread in a small town in Texas, and others credit the founder of White Texas. Castle for developing White Castle. a sandwich. Are either of those places in fucking Germany? If I didn't respect you so much, I'd slap the shit out of your face right now. I stand corrected. <laughs> To be fair, if anyone is wondering, there is video records of Gage slapping me many times. Video records. Back, they exist on the internet. I'll never tell you how to find them. Back when <laughs> back when I was making YouTube videos, they were basically just an excuse to slap my friends. <laughs> this is actually cold. True story. Gage once actually slapped a van, a, a minivan. Gage once actually slapped a minivan off the road and into a parking blockade. With the magic of editing. With the magic of editing and almost getting hit by a van. Which I didn't do, and you should have just trusted me from the beginning. It took me so long to convince Gage to let me run a van at him while he operated the camera. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm like, Gage, I know how brakes work. <laughs> um, I let you do that. Did I not? You did. I thought I moved. You did. No, I lined up the shot and I stayed behind the camera while it you drove fine. at the camera. <laughs> it you were out of the way, but I, we it did was it. the shot that I was driving, and I needed to get the shot through the windshield of you. In oh, that's the right. That's yeah. What you were of. Okay. But we cut it because I stopped at least fifteen feet away from you. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's not super apparent in the video. Anyway, yeah, there's some funny stuff out there. A lot of it I'm ashamed of, but I still love it in a cringy way. Yeah, I don't watch anything that I used to make. I barely, I barely listen to the podcast. Oh, by the way, welcome to the Lost Tapes. It's the last day. That is the longest into an inter- before an introduction. It was only three and a half minutes. Oh. It felt longer. Well. And then the times are changing. <laughs> are you, you're the host. You have to. I am the host. What are we doing Welcome today? Welcome to Lost Tapes. Today we've got a, a few experimental segments for everybody. Uh, we're going to try them out. They're all new. I'm an experimental person. <laughs> we, have, we have Gage's lovely fiance, Celeste, with us tonight. Yes. She's a wonderful person. Is she getting picked up? Do I need to change the... I can vaguely hear her. If you speak slightly louder, it'll be fine. It might be difficult. Oh, it sounds great. There you go. I'll just have to get really close. No. You You can. Help yourself. You're fine right there, I think. Yeah, no, you're good. We're, like, equidistant away. All right. What's what's the trajectory here, kids? I don't know. All right. We are orbiting Pluto. (laughs) (laughs) 
Bowie. Bowie. Bowie is how's your in cult? space. How's your cult going? Bowie is in space. Is that from Flight of the Concords? Yes. But actually, I'm assimilating that into my Bowie cult. Oh, okay. Because obviously, if a cult where David Bowie is the king of Nirvana in surf, pop, punk, retro, space, rock, Nirvana, which is what it's evolved into, by the way. Um... <laughs> If David Bowie is the supreme deity and Gary Newman is the kind of Moses figure, the shepherd, if yeah, you will. Jesus. Yes. Uh, Jesus. Then the problem is not followers, because Gary Newman has a crazy following. The problem is actually the logistics of the thing, because how am I get, I can't... We can't magic Kool-Aid these people, okay? No. I can't just be like, yeah, come to my call. We'll all go to Nirvana together. We bought a section of desert where nobody wants to live. See, that's the thing. I'm thinking underground base, training, end of the world stuff, but like not cool. in a weird way. <laughs> it's going to be very communal. It's going to be very chill. It's going to be survival and like agriculture training and social okay. concepts and, you know, actual, not militaristic in any way. Okay, we're going to be wearing rags in the middle of the desert in an underground base and collecting moisture off the rafters, okay? That's what we're talking about. Except I'm going to be there, and I will fight you with a quarterstaff. No, because every day everybody has to learn how to play the Moog synthesizer for two and a half hours. That's part <laughs> of the cult. That's that's a prerequisite. If you're not interested in playing analog synthesizers, you can get out. Oh, can I... Can I talk about how I really want to learn to play the theremin? Yes, please do. I really do. want to learn to play the theremin. Right, That's and it. you can End build them yourself. Okay, a theremin, please, Gage, my love, the is. is... Okay, so imagine these two cans of alcohol here. Okay. Are metal rods. Yep. And then when you move your hand in between these metal rods, it makes a noise. Oh, And it's yeah. like, it's very... And it's great because you can, like... You can. It, I just want to learn to play it because it's the closest instrument I've ever seen that looks like you're a wizard. And it is. <laughs> and that's the beautiful thing about it is because it's so hands free. You don't touch any. You don't. You don't touch anything. Please keep the monitors on your head. They block deadly gamma radiation. <laughs> <laughs> you must keep them on your head. <laughs> I am already so far beyond the point of radiation and like poisoning that it is relevant. How At much this I point, absorb. yeah. I am arguably no longer human, but you know how many chromosomes I have? <laughs> 87. I have an odd number and more than three times the normal human being. <laughs> I have 87 chromosomes, Gage. I'm a freak by all counts. I was going to say, it's why you can hold your breath for 15 minutes. Yeah, but, you know, that's mostly just... In deep I'm... space. <laughs> okay, that, that part's impressive. My skin turned crystalline long ago. <laughs> all right, what are the segments? Well, tonight we're going to start with the headliner segment. Because the one that we talked about last week, last week, <laughs> time what? is irrelevant in temporal space. Last, the last, the last one, the, the last, last lost tapes, the last, last lost cassette. tapes, the last the, cassette, dude. Oh my god, that I'm the penultimate making... episode, dude. <laughs> the last lost tape, <laughs> the last cassette. The last cassette. I'm gonna make a fucking movie cover for the last cassette. <laughs> Please do that. The last cassette. The last cassette. That'll be the very next one I make. Coming soon to a theater near you. <laughs> I can't believe we found this box of discarded cassettes. Wow, what a joyous <laughs> occasion. Sure would be terrible if anything horrible was contained on these here outdated video format containers. And there was. <laughs> Little did they know. The last cassette. Next summer. 
Did you know? Well, I miss old commercial. Before we get into the segment, I miss the old like movie commercials, like for like Night of the Living Dead, because they would do that thing where where they Night of the Living Dead, <laughs> and then Big splash, and then it was like it was a like, terror on the screen. It's Night of the Living Dead. Like they would say the movie, yeah, they would repeat the movie title oh, yeah. like four times in one commercial yep. for it. Because, like, word of mouth was all you had back then. Oh, God. If you didn't scream the title of your movie, no one would remember what it was called. Because think about how many movies came out that were called The Thing That Came From Somewhere, or <laughs> Monster From a Prehistoric Time, or The Thing That Rose From the Deep, <laughs> or The Thing That Rose From the Deep from versus Monster From a Prehistoric Planet. You know, there were so many movies like that out back then. Speaking of movies that came out like that... We're going to talk about two of them tonight on our new segment, which is called... The thunderclap that we're going to edit in in post. Are you actually going to do that? Because I'm not going to. I will, hell yeah. Okay. And here's another one for effect. All right. And one more! <laughs> now, if you, bastard. if you don't put that third one in, you look like an asshole. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna <laughs> edit a thing right here, too. Fuck you, Gage. You fucking suck. Fuck you. Editing tricks. <laughs> the segment is called. <coughs> Actually, we had a really cool name for it before, but I, I vote we rename it Clash of the Cannons. Oh, that's good. Right? I like that. <laughs> so okay. We're, we're calling this segment now, we're calling it Clash Gage. I'm sorry, I have alcohol in my lungs instead of my stomach. Ooh. You got, you, I got a couple spares. I'm good. Flash clones? No, we're fine now. You sure? Yeah. It's only mildly morally questionable. I've seen the island. I have to grow the I've, whole body. No, I know. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen the island. It's a fucked up. The whole body. <laughs> okay, so Celeste... Clash of the Cannon. Yeah, okay. Go ahead, please. Yeah, Celeste, please. what ca- Clash of the Cannons is, is remember how when we watched Highlander and we didn't actually watch it, we just talked the whole time with Mason? Mason's really, really into Highlander, and he really likes the series that they made for it, and, and he likes movies. the movies. And the movies. And like it all. I am a huge fan of Evil Dead, which I showed you, the yeah, first yeah. one, and then we watched the remake. Um, but but there's a t- whole series of comic books, <coughs> two sequels, and... A TV series? A TV series now Video for games. it. So they, these are two properties that are kind of cheesy... Uh, you but know. they have large. There's a large amount of media behind. Yeah, it. there's, there's a, a lot. It's, a they have a history of long history of media. So there's lore. There's lore out the ass for these Both things. Yeah. So what we wanted to do was we challenged ourselves to fight for which of the protagonists would win in a one-on-one fight. But also, hold on. So with that in mind, now we're going to. Choose your fighter! <laughs> Gage, please tell me who have you selected to be the fighter from your canon series called, arguably, the Evil Dead Army of Darkness timeline. I would go Army of Darkness series. Army as... of Darkness series from um, now on. <laughs> I'm picking Ash from the Army of Darkness specifically because... Army of Darkness Ash is a very specific Ash. Yes, because the first two... You could argue that Evil Dead 2 and and the Ash from Army of Darkness and the Army of Darkness comics and Evil Dead TV series that they just came out with that that that's very different from the first Ash because he's a badass action hero in every other one of those movies except for the one you saw, okay. <laughs> Celeste. Okay. So that's why let's... all of this just doesn't make very much sense. Exactly. So let's put this in the perspective. This is not the Ash from the first movie. No, that Ash from Evil Dead doesn't well, exist. Arguably, no, it no. is, but 
<laughs> I'm saying that I'm arguing not Ash from that movie, but Fair. from all the other ones that follow. All right, let's not argue that part of the canon. Okay. okay. All right, Ash Williams, Final Form, Army of Darkness. That's your fighter. So, my fighter. There's a couple guys I could have chosen from this series, and I'm going to choose the venerable Duncan McLeod. You're picking Duncan? I'm picking Duncan McLeod because he is the main guy from the series, mm-hmm. and he had a lot more stuff happen to him. Fair enough. And because they ran the series way past the point of no return, they really, really jumped the shark in the last season like multiple times <laughs> to the point where the last season, the last half of the last season, didn't even have the main character in it. I want to tell you they something. Were, they were trying to shovel the spinoff into the main series, oh, so no. they replaced him in the last five episodes, <coughs> and the spinoff never happened. Oh, no. <laughs> um, here's what's up. I have to tell you, in preparation <coughs> for this, because I figured you might pick Duncan, I did try to watch the first episode oh! of the Highlander series. You shouldn't have started with the first. Here's what's up, bud. Okay. The, every time they panned to that dude in the mask, I lost my shit and then could not take it seriously. Oh, man. Uh, I the tried first episode for you. Didn't... Okay, Okay. But I'm just, I'm telling you, I tried to do my homework. Well, I appreciate it, but you should have asked me because there's so many episodes that you would have loved. There's so many X-Files episodes. There's so many monsterific episodes. Make me a There's list. a werewolf episode, Gage. There is a straight... A Highlander? Straight werewolf, werewolf episode. Straight monk who's a werewolf. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, it's great. Are the effects cool? Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> make, me a li- make me a list of all of the Highlander episodes I should watch so I just okay. get the highlights. I will. Moving on. Okay. So I picked Duncan McCloud. He is an immortal. Let's go over their abilities. Okay. Okay. Right off, let's go over their main attributes. Okay, Duncan McCloud, he's an immortal. He's lived for about 480 years at this point in time. He can only die if you cut off his head. Mm-hmm. He's sterile. He can't have children. But he has the cumulative strength, knowledge, wisdom, and experience of everyone he's killed. And at that point, at, at the end of the series, he's killed... Every immortal he's killed, correct? Every Not immortal every he's person killed. He's killed. Okay. And he's killed very... Okay, he's killed quite a few human beings. He was in almost every war. <laughs> every Highlander's in almost every war. Okay, so they're not called Highlanders. They're called Immortals. I'm sorry. But that's okay. I can't help it. It's all right. Okay, so can't die unless you cut his head off. Okay. Really fast, really strong, really smart, lots of experience, tremendous experience, and 500 to 600 kills under his belt of people just like him. I... <laughs> so okay, so... Ash Williams, Ashley J. Oh, Williams. Oh, sorry. Uses a sword. Main weapon. Sword. Okay. Uh, Ashley J. Williams, he is from the Evil Dead series. More recently, the uh, Evil Dead, uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead. Uh, main attributes is the chosen one. <laughs> if you can count that as an attribute. Like, <clears throat> he is, um, I would say his main ability is being so insanely lucky that he gets out of literally every scrape he's in purely by dumb chance because he is the chosen one. And that is a big thing through... Not, I'm going to be arguing for the Army of Darkness canon comics because I have mm-hmm. seen the first two seasons of Ash vs. the Evil Dead, but the okay. Army of Darkness comics, he fight, He goes against Herbert West Reanimator. Well, yeah. He fights... Uh, he fights... Jason? He, yeah, he, he goes against J- Jason versus Freddy. 
Uh, he does. He goes total. Yeah, he. I told you about this. He, there's a there's a comic book. Oh, Celeste's yeah. favorite there's movie is Reanimator, and I just said Herbert West Reanimator, and she immediately her eyes lit up. <laughs> <laughs> she got Bishu. <laughs> she got Bishu sparkles or whatever the fuck they're called. Surasi. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. So. And uh, what what was I saying? Okay. So his main attributes are is the chosen one. He ha- basically is has ch- is. Is the chosen one? Is a chosen one? Is, I will argue is, is a, a chosen, chosen one, one because okay. there it is no, shown no, no, in no, no, canon. No, 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 no. Okay, so he's <laughs> a chosen here. one. Get way off topic, real fast. He literally just gets away. He has Domino's power from Deadpool too. If you need any, it's like that except way less competent. He he's slapstick ish. Like he's full of himself. He's amazing. Uh, <laughs> he's full of himself because he is of the opinion that he. So I would say his main weapons are chainsaw and quips. <laughs> and Ooh, and he's and I just before we even get started I'm saying he's in a perfect uh <laughs> he's in the perfect position of just sort of accidentally killing a immortal by pure chance of the oh, fact absolutely, that he absolutely. uses a chainsaw hand I'm just luck- going to throw that out there his main mo his main his main move is to completely immobilize somebody by d- dist- like just eviscerating their body because yep. that's the only way you can k- kill deadites. <laughs> All right, that's it. Which and- is very true. You have to, I mean, you have to do it. And I think luck is a huge factor. I believe in, in when it comes to fictional characters, well, luck is a huge thing. I think that the best characters are the ones who aren't the best at anything in particular, but they're just damn lucky. And, and they are good, but they're just damn lucky. Well, the, <laughs> and the thing I love about, me, the thing uh, I love it. about like chosen one lore is when a property takes the whole idea of a chosen one and turns it on its head where the chosen one is a complete incompetent buffoon or seems like one, but is constantly getting away with everything (laughs) and also is very well aware of the fact that yeah. they're getting away with everything. Yeah, this and is just... not a Jar Jar Binks situation, okay, where they're just like, oops, and yeah. they accidentally get through everything. No, this is... this is they, Because they they're... show... There's like these moments... There's these beats where it shows them being incredibly competent in, in, in an amazing way where you're just like, what the fuck? And then and then immediately doing something completely idiotic right afterward. Like, Fighting a whole army of skeletons and then tripping and falling down a well. Forgetting forgetting <laughs> the fucking words to an ancient yeah. text that's so important. Three it's the words. main reason you're Three, aware there and you forgot the words, last word. And you forget the last word. Yeah. And if he had even watched sci-fi movies, if you even watch movies, you would know that Klaatu Barada Nikto is, is, the, is the safe word for the kinky sex robot from The Day the Earth Stood Still with Keanu Reeves Ash, and Captain Morgan. Ash is way too what? cool for movies. He only watches <laughs> fucking, like, westerns. I'm guaranteeing you that right now. Yeah, all right. He only watches westerns Who and from the, the 70s. the original black and white Day the Earth Stood Still? That was a classic. That was a legitimately good movie. Never seen it. That's a legitimately good film. Yeah. All right, off topic again. Let's get back on it. All right, all right. so. This is going to be really inaccessible if you haven't seen any of these movie series. So just bear with so us, me. okay? Sorry. We'll try... We'll try Except and... the first one. Yeah. Of, uh, you know what? Actually, this is great because you can be the neutral judge. Oh, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. So okay. We'll make our arguments to her. Right. To each other. To each other, too. Because I think arguably... Absolutely to I each want... other, but you're just going to listen. I kind of arguably want to try and change your mind. You are not going to change my mind. I know, but there's like it's. I want to. I have a deep respect for both characters, but my boy Duncan, my God, I mean, how can you argue? All right, let's put this out on the table, okay? I think Duncan McLeod would win 
not only because of his battle experience, because he's he's a professional with the sword, okay? Mm-hmm. This guy can cut a candle in half and leave both halves burning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is this is unbelievable skill. I'm trying to work the math out of that. <laughs> oh, oh, down the middle. Down the middle. Yes. I was thinking across, and I was no. like, how did that work? A lit candle, split it down the middle, both halves. But he's done that on screen, oh, not in real life, but obviously real. It was yeah. an effect. Yeah. But I mean, this guy has gone up against so many people. You know, like when I said before that he's been in a bunch of wars, it's true. He's been in almost every major conflict up until like. World War One or Two, he was like Bale. <laughs> I think he was in the Vietnam conflict, but he was helping like the farmers. He started helping in war after a while. He was like a medic and like a support guy, mm-hmm. and he was a captain in a few. So he's a lot of strategy. You know, he has a lot of firsthand experience on the battlefield. On top of that, you know, so yes, he has fought against large numbers of men, and you know, he has the advantage of being able to come back to fucking life and healing all wounds really fast, which is nice. May I make a counter-argument? But I think his intellect and experience are a big part of the victory that he would achieve over Ash Williams. Okay. Go ahead. What I will argue is that you're using a lot of example of him fighting men. Ash fought a literal army of skeletons. Fair. He fought werewolves. He's fought uh, zombies. He's fought uh, all kinds of things. In the, in the continuity that I'm going from, it's, an, it's the Army of Darkness comic books. It ran for... I think Dark Horse put it out. Mm-hmm. It ran for... A good time, and I did eventually fall off on it, but one of the cool things about that, and this is just a, me plugging that series, that canon, because it's so fun, Fair. because <laughs> it's it's all very cyclical stories of Ash basically reliving Army of Darkness over and over again, but with slightly different scenarios. He's always got to get the book, he's always got to use the book to get back where he wants to go, and he always goes to the wrong place. <laughs> so it's just this story of a man, a man defeating a book. It's the Quantum Leap theory. It's boy versus book forever <laughs> like his they, i think they, they imply that he was born to fight the necronomicon and only fight the necronomicon because while he's fighting the necronomicon the necronomicon can't do shit because it's too busy trying to kill ash oh uh, that's funny and it's implied that elvis was also the chosen one before ash really in in the comic book continuity <laughs> yes Okay, uh, which is funny. just fun. So I would argue that Ash has fought literal armies of demons, not just men, demons, and has won. Although not with style, he can't cut a a candle in half and keep it burning on both ends. But he would see that and then just chainsaw. He just, you know, he the would whole, the whole thing in half. Yeah, he, <laughs> he would be like, "That's really impressive." That's dumb. But <laughs> impractical. Yeah, he would have yeah. that attitude where he was like, he wouldn't be intimidated by that. He'd be, he'd see that and kind of. Just be like, oh well, la di da. Like it's too, <laughs> and that's too showy for him. He's a he's a working man. Yeah. All right, I'll give you that. But I will counter with my argument because while it is true that Ash has in fact fought demons and and armies of armies of demons and deities, we're not talking about like, you know, like demon demons. We're talking about like. Demon lesser, demons. lesser he, demons. Okay. He fought the Cenobites. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the Cenobites are I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one. No, okay, but he, he fought the Cenobites, but Duncan McCloud fought Satan himself. Okay? Sound Duncan like McCloud. What? Hellraiser. Like, like, it Cenobites? Like, it sounds like a food. 
Cinobites. It's because it's the bite part. Cinobites. New Cinobites. Try some Cinobites. We have such heights to show you. And it just holds it up and it's just glistening with cinnamon. It's a delicious Cinnabon bite. Cinnabite. Okay. The final enemy in all of Highlander, the series, is really what is the personification of all evil in the universe. Not just the Christianic belief of demons or the ancient Sumerian version of demons that are portrayed in, ah, in no. Army of Darkness. Ah! Hang on, no, hang on. One <laughs> second, one second, one second. I barely started! <laughs> I know, but I need to... Here's what's up. I need to... We need to decide right now. We have to come up with scenario in which they would fight and, and we have to work in both of their cannons into one succinct universe somehow. We have to decide... Okay, let's, con- let, let's find the connection. Here's, here's, what, here's what I'm willing find to do. Connection. I'm willing to throw out... Him fighting any other property owned by another movie. So the Cenobites would be out. Reanimator would be out. I would argue that he has still fought werewolves and zombies. I'll give you Freddy versus Jason. I think that's fair. Well, no, because then we have to tie in their universes too. So what I am saying is we have to we have to just stick with the with the core Ash versus Deadites, and we have to figure fair. out how Deadites fit into the Highlander universe. Okay, that's easy. That's because easy. that's easy. Okay, that's easy. Okay, here's the deal. Here's the connection we'll make. All right. The Deadites are, in fact, army from hell, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. In Highlander, it is established that there is, in fact, a hell. Okay. Or what is considered a hell in their universe. All right. All right. Secondly, demons have and do come from that hell. In the last two seasons, demons come and possess his friends, get him to kill his best friend in the world in front of him, which Damn. is a crazy turning point in the last season. Oh, man, what a sad scene. Also... No, it doesn't matter. Okay. Our Th- whole this... podcast is a spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> this TV show ended in 1996, and every every Honey. every season is like 50 episodes, and they're all an hour long. Yeah. Honey, I watched the, I watched the first episode. It's not as bad. I'm that it's kind of soap. Yeah. It's kind of soap opera. I'm not gonna lie. I just have a weird thing about. It's like it. it's weirdly daytime TV, but oh, way. It had... uh, especially the first two seasons. Yeah. man, it gets way different in the third and fourth seasons. I'll have to check out later seasons. Check out thir- three and four. I okay. I, totally I different. honestly don't remember anything that happened when we had it on in the back. Yeah, we're going to have to watch Highlander again because I the know you're a different you banana, but it's also very good. <clears throat> it is very good. Okay, so there are demons. That's our first connection. Our second connection is... Um, let's see. Let me think here. Because if we're... It's doing- obviously magic because the Necronomicon is clearly magic. It is yes. dark magic, right? Yes. There's definitely dark and light magic in Highlander. There's clearly magic multiple times used in the show and especially dark magic is clearly shown and in the written form. Okay. If which we're is arguing, in ancient runic texts. If we're arguing light magic too, I want to say that Ash... We have to then say okay. that Ash is the chosen one of this universe. Now, we can say Hold that on. he is the chosen one to fight the Necronomicon. I need to make a stipulation for you. Okay. Because when I say light magic, I mean it strictly in a very biblical sense. I don't mean, like, actual, like, holy magic. I mean, like, they respected, like, holy ground, where, like, if you were on a church or holy ground or in a graveyard, you couldn't fight. They wouldn't fight each other. So that was off limits. For oh my them. god, like, Ash would a... absolutely ambush Duncan in a church. Oh, a hundred thousand percent, a hundred thousand percent. But that's what that's that's that can't be a thing because a Ash is not uh, immortal, so he would not follow that rule, and neither would Duncan. Duncan would not follow the rule if he wasn't fighting another immortal. Okay. So it's neither here nor there. Yeah, in that respect. I think what it would be fun. Would... I just want to let you know that's what I meant by white magic. No, no, I know, but like, but I, but I was arguing that Ash being the chosen one is the the uh, Army of Darkness universe's 
version of white magic where it is clumsy and it's kind of ineffective because it picked a bumbling buffoon to be its chosen one, but it it just it basically I, I look at it as Ash is playing with cheat codes. Is how I have always kind of viewed him as a as a character. He is the guy who who immediately doesn't play through the game on easy or hard. He he switches it immediately to hard and then puts a bunch of cheat codes in. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like yeah, whatever. <clears throat> he doesn't try sure. and yeah. He didn't train to do this. Um. <laughs> okay, so what we're saying is is that they exist in the same universe. I'm saying that no additional properties exist in this universe. So I'm gonna have to pull from before they started doing crossover events, uh, for that or just excluding those entirely. Yeah. So, but I will say that in one continuity, he does go to hell. Now there are Cenobites there, but not Hellraiser Cenobites. The, it's okay. He he fights the literal sins, the seven sins okay. personified. In he, hell. That's that's another connection because Duncan McCloud does the same thing, and that that culminates in him fighting the four horsemen of the apocalypse, mm-hmm. which he does. Ash does, but loses, and then has to go forward. He falls forward in time, and or he he doesn't prevent the apocalypse. He retroactively prevents it by by basically restoring everything back to when it was. But he did have to kill the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Also, okay, cool. So that's another. All right. This is a really evenly matched this thing is. if we're going off the comic book continuity. All right. And now, and, and again, I'm I'm in full transparency here. Uh, Duncan McCloud, one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, was actually the oldest immortal Mythos, who ended up being Duncan McCloud's friend in the long run. And mm. when the four, the other three horsemen came back, led mm-hmm. by Kronos, who is technically the death, um, he was like the big bad, and he was so strong and evil that he made the other ones look like shit. Basically, yeah. But Duncan McCloud killed him with the help of Mythos, so he didn't take them all out by himself. I will say that. Okay, but Ash did. He, but could they have. were they were different. These were like literal, like they weren't immortals. They were they were death personified and pestilence personified. These were demons that took the helm of uh, they were they weren't even demons. They were just the four horsemen, and then uh, the seven sins were like demons that got promoted to being. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, up to that level in hell, like he kills. He, I think he kills one greed, and then another greed come like rises through the ranks, or a pride, or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. Um, okay, so that's cool. Let's just say that the connection is hell exists, and this hell in the Highlander universe, uh, the black magic from from Evil Dead is the same as the black magic from Highlander, and their hell is the same place. Yeah, and you could argue that the demons that uh that Duncan fought were different from deadites because deadites specifically only pos- they possess the living, but and so maybe let's they say also is- possess the dead. Like the only way to stop, you can shoot them. You can do whatever they want. They, they, they puppeteer dead bodies a mm-hmm. lot. You see them do that a yeah. lot. And there's, there's hypnosis in Highlander. That is very much the same where the people can tr- straight look at somebody and then they could just control them forever. And that's it. They're a mindless zombie from now on. Interesting. Um, okay. Uh, all right. So, so now yeah. that we have a connected interesting, universe, interesting. we can argue, how the fight would go. All right, let's. Where are they fighting? Where are let's they? Let's just fighting? say they're on Battle Island. They're on an island, surrounded by water and all sides. It's Battle no Royale. Escape. It's Fortnite rules. There's no escape. There is plenty of regular terrain. Okay. Regular terrain. There is one building. Is there a wood? <laughs> There's one wood cabin. No, There's no, no. One log on. cabin. No, 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 not a cabin. Is there a tool shed? There's no tool shed. Fuck. Okay. There's no people on this island, but there is. Those two. There's, there's structures? There's one log cabin. 
Are there? Is it there's like nothing in it? Is it for? It's not Fortnite. Or, but, no, no. There's okay. no picking up weapons. But so you get, dropped you get with your you main have. weapon. Okay. You get your main weapon, obviously. You get your chainsaw and your shotgun. Will it abide by movie rules where it seemingly never runs out of gas? Yes. Until it's until yes. it until it's funny that yes. it does. Yes. <laughs> but I will take your double barrel shotgun away because you can shoot a mortal and it will kill them, but they will come back from the dead. But that's a huge disadvantage. It is a disadvantage, but it also I would argue that I'll he tell you is immortal. I will tell you that if Ash if you want Ash's shotgun, I will tell you that he is so good about killing people with guns that he will hide in a tree until Ash walks under him and cut his fucking other arm off right away. But to prevent him from being able to fire that shotgun. That I know, would but, be his go to because he does it on screen, he cuts people's fucking limbs off so they can't shoot people. I un- I understand completely, but I would argue Ash does not walk around with his shotgun until he knows he's in danger. So he would wait until he could fling it from behind him and then fire. If it was in his holster, Duncan would just come up and fucking take it. He's super stealthy. Ash is not stealthy. No, he's very obvious. He bungles his way through everything. Duncan is like... Rambo is a pussy compared to Duncan when it comes to stealth, okay? (laughs) Snake is like, where's Duncan? Where's Duncan? I've been in the forest for ten hours. Where's Duncan McLeod? And because he was raised by Native Americans, partially, and because he had a Native American wife for like 80 years of his mm-hmm. life. Very sad story. Anyway, <laughs> he is the best hunter tracker out there. Uh-huh. There was a whole episode about another guy who literally was raised in the wilderness by animals, and Duncan was a better hunter tracker than that guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so as far as stealth is concerned... You're going to lose that one. I know. I'm definitely going to lose stealth, <laughs> but what I gain is luck because Duncan may very well take Ash's shotgun, but I guarantee you before the fight is over, that shotgun is going to be back for at least one good shot on that motherfucker, and that yeah. might might all it takes. Yeah. So, like, what I'm saying is, like, if we're abiding by the rules of this universe that we set up where Ash is indeed the chosen one. Now, granted, he's only the chosen one to fight Deadites and the book. That doesn't mean he's incompetent against anything, though. Because no. he's fought things that are outside the realm of Deadites. Like, Agreed. He's, he's, Agreed. Fought, he's fought werewolves. He's fought uh, all sorts of shit. Like, and it doesn't have anything to do with the book. And he's come out on top. Okay. Okay. And that's true and fair. But I will counter... With Duncan McLeod is also the one. So you're not the only He's the one, one for he is the immortals. The no, no, no. He is the one. Because as you're arguing in your universe, in my universe, Duncan McLeod is the chosen one. He is the immortal. Chosen gains, to do what, though? He gains the prize at the end of the game, which turns out to just be he can have babies, by the way. That's literally what it turns <laughs> That's out to be. That's what you get. Um, but... He is also, according to the legend of the immortals, he is the one who is destined to rise to be the king of humanity and lead mankind into a new golden age. I'm pretty sure Ash only. I think Ash, the only reward he gets is to be dead when when the time is. He gets to die, (laughs) and he doesn't have to deal with the 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 book anymore. Yeah. So I mean. I hear your the one argument, Gage. I get the luck thing. I understand that. But we gotta but underst- counter with I am also the chosen one, and my character is also. Hi. But at this is- point, has he done that? Has he has he defeated yes. every? We are final forms. Final yes. forms. We're both final forms. Okay. 
So we're and and this isn't Duncan McCloud is the king of the earth, and but he, he has literally kind of a gold. Here's age. what's up though: this I would he argue he has achieved the prize, and he is at the height of his immortal career. Let me throw this at you. Okay. Okay. You could argue that the forces that oh hang on Mason has to move so my dog will hide in her place. River, come here. Okay. We'll cut this part out. See. Come here, River. There's a lighter over here. You can come back over. She went under the table. Okay. So what I'm gonna say right now is, let me let me pivot here. Now I know I just said that he only deals with deadite things, but he is also proven to be an apocalypse ender. Like he has stopped an apocalypse of some kind in the canon of the comic books more times than anybody else. Okay, I'll give you that more times. Excuse me. So, what I would say is that you could argue that from Ash's perspective, an immortal being coming to power to lead humanity into new light could just be, oh, he's fucking trying to take over the world. So, if it wasn't bad, would he fight against it? It would depend. It would depend on what Duncan would want to do. See, that's the thing. Here's what's. Here's the problem. <laughs> We're, here's how this would actually end. We can't do foresight. We're looking at them fighting on an island in the middle of nowhere. We can't do foresight. That's outside the realm of this battle. All right, fine. But... Out, no, the fact you're in foresight's, foresight's his is, whole character. No, because we cut it off. This is final form. This is both of them at the peak of their I don't know what Ash's final form is. Okay. Ash's final form is he fight. He no, literally you peak, he, uh, he, he, you peak at about 28 years old, physically. So that's what I'm putting in my head. Okay? Period. 28-year-old. You start to die after you turn 28. Your cells oh. stop regenerating faster than they die. That's... Sorry. Welcome to, Mason. Welcome to Mason's fucking bummer corner. Hey, I don't give a shit. You know how many <laughs> organs I can grow? <laughs> I okay. can regenerate cells all day. You guys all want right. an injection? Yes. <laughs> but, okay, so... We're going peak physical form. Peak physical form on an island. Here's how I see this going down. And you can counter with whatever you like. Okay. We'll start them on opposite ends of the island. They have all their weapons. Including the shotgun. Ash would just be mad that he's on an island. He'd um, probably just be trying to find his way off. Okay, so let's assume he's looking for a boat. That seems about right, right? Here he's looking for some way off the island, so okay. he's probably scouting the outskirts. He'll come across the cabin eventually. Duncan's been on the island. He doesn't know why. He doesn't know where. So he's looking for answers. That's what he's looking for. He doesn't give a shit about trying to get off. He wants to know why he's there. So Is the book on the island? No. Okay. There's no magical influence. All right. I was going to say, because he's, he's in the past used the book. Duncan would look for any signs of people, because he's a people person, right? So he'd go to the cabin. Of course. Where are you going? Sorry. No, it's fine. I. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know what you were doing. I don't. You. You were doing this. You were holding it out. So I was like I taking it. I'm gonna cut all this out. Don't worry about. It. Actually, okay. I'm just gonna pause real quick. No, it's. All right. It's cool. I was trying to. Yeah, I didn't want to just be like, hey, this needs. No, whatever. This is. This is just the marker for myself to remember to cut this part out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but while we're in this little short break thing, fuck you. I hate you. Why? Duncan would kick his fucking ass no matter what. He is so much <laughs> fucking smarter than Ash could ever be, and luck will never overcome 
It sheer, has. It literally has. Luck will never overcome sheer cool brilliance because this is beyond like tactical, like narcissistic overconfidence. This is like he is so experienced. He can predict everything so that's going to happen. Ash, he's literally. Ash is an instinctual reactive person. Yeah, absolutely. And, but he's an instinctual reactive person in the in the fact that when something big, immortal, and powerful comes after him, he gets away. No, fuck that. No, no, fuck you. No, no because... that's exactly how it goes. <laughs> well, Literally. You're right. Okay, you're right. You're right. That is exactly how it goes he is, every time. He is fucking custom built by the universe to get away from things that are much more powerful than him. I'm not arguing he would win in a one-on-one -on -one fight. I'm arguing he would get out with his life. He would, absolutely. I I, I mean, I just... Uh, luck is such a hard factor to bring in. I know, but it's the only thing he has. Your dude's literally immortal. <sighs> but... I, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Also, let's not forget that he would go straight for the head right away. Exactly. The minute he's <laughs> right off the bat. That's the first fucking thing he does. Especially if he shoots him full of buckshot and he gets back up, that he's immediately going, Oh, okay, he's a deadite, I'm gonna cut him to ribbons. The only the only flaw here is that it's kind of implied that Duncan's katana is unbreakable in the series. Yeah. And I'm gonna assume for the for the obvious reasons of this review. See, this is the problem. This I have a dude I have a blue collar dude with a chainsaw. Who's the peak of his type? Yeah, you can't get no. better than Ash for that. No, but what I'm but, saying, what I'm you're... saying is, it's hard to argue against a dude who's immortal with an unbreakable katana. With, I have a guy who's very mortal and stupid, but he's the chosen one. That's he the is. only fucking thing he has. <laughs> he's, the, he's got. He he's doesn't chosen have, one. He's got. He's lucky. got years of experience fighting big bads. That's all he does. Yep, yep. Like so, that's the only thing he has is that he would get out with his life. I'm not saying he would win a one. No, and see, fight. I can't disagree with you. That's why it's, I'm so conflicted. I know it's hard. Like, I can't disagree with you, but like. I'm trying Man. to argue as, as as fairly as possible, but on my side, because the minute we start stripping away Ash's stuff, he's done. Oh my god! And the minute we start taking as as soon as I start being like, oh well, actually, you know, like because Duncan can die, he could get shot and be down, you know, like if if he got shot in the chest, he would heal from that. If 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 Ash blew a hole in his chest, he'd die. Yeah. But if he got shot in the chest with shotgun spread at like ten feet. He'd be fine. Which is about what Ash would do. He wouldn't yep. He wouldn't yep. get close enough no, to try no, and no. shoot him. He's got a sawn off. Seriously, he's like, and just... he's got a sword. You're not going to get close to him. Yeah. You know, Duncan would be able to get away, and he'd be fine in less than 10 minutes. He'd be 100%. In, in, in peak form, he'd probably be fine in less than a few minutes. Yeah. To be honest. So it'd be fucking, it'd be like, but like Ash's whole thing is that he, he gets, he gets knocked down, but he get up again. <laughs> like, never gonna keep him down? Yeah, alright. <laughs> like, that's his whole deal. I feel like it's like my argument that between, like, a Spider-Man-Batman fight. Spider-Man would, would win the initial fight, but Batman would win after, a, like, a week of planning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if, yeah, if yeah. Spider-Man sprang it's out of the alley and yeah. punched Batman in the face, he'd be done. It's the, it's the Kevin from Home Alone theory, where it, how much time does he have to prepare? He can beat anyone if he has enough time to prepare. It doesn't matter. That's that's the Kevin from Home Alone theory, everyone. Well, no, no, because he would have, think he has a plan, and really he's just being manipulated by Duncan into going to a place and doing a certain thing. So he basically fucks himself, and then Duncan would have him. That's what's up.
He would fall for a trap. He always falls for the fucking yeah, trap. but he would get the fuck out of the trap immediately after. Not in this case, because there's no one to help him, nothing to save him. Duncan is the only one. That's where he does his best work, baby! He's controlling all the variables. Literally. He's the, at his mercy. Until the new series came out, do you know the amount of people that showed up in the comic books to help Ash out of any bungle? Doesn't like matter. two and two, both of them were from like the Army of Darkness canon. One was always the chick he was super into, or some chick he was dating at the time that would like occasionally. Strong women bust him out of so many fucking bad jams. It's amazing. Well, that's good at least. But good for gender representation. I'm saying that the majority of the time he gets he gets out because of, and I, I feel like yeah he's stupid, but he's crafty. He built a oh, chainsaw hand of out of parts is. from a fucking shed. Oh, he's great. He built a robot hand in medieval times that functioned. Eh. Oh, oh, I'm bringing that up. That's the first fucking thing I'm he's saying. Bring, he brought a robot. He, he made a robot hand in medieval oh, times. I'm not... Okay, and his fucking robot hand is cool oh, as shit. On. He straight does... He straight... about this robot hand. He straight... Army of Darkness? Oh, oh my god. technology, though. Have robot you ever played? Hand can be, like, like, it's a fully functioning, he, fully he, articulate he, hand. He picks up a, a silver chalice and it, crushes it. How is it attached to the to the arm? The same way as movie chainsaw magic. is movie magic. It just attaches he, to. There's his like he he clicks it in like this. Okay. And then it straps right. onto his arm like this. It makes somehow. no goddamn sense. It's it's You're not connecting tendons. They, no, no, they literally. Like this is full metal alchemist. Here's the thing. They they literally. <laughs> put a robot hand on him so the actor didn't have to wear a stump in every scene so he could actually use both of his hands while they uh -huh. filmed yep. so they wrote in a scene where he builds a robot hand which i would argue means ash is a savant when it comes to okay, uh yeah, traps yeah. and mm -hmm. and technology he doesn't know it but he okay, is so he far, built a he's robot got the hand way. He's, he's this way. <laughs> well you gotta wait until you gotta wait until i put uh, we record and i i bring up that point because right now it's not on record and mason will is. edit it out this has been on record this whole time it's not recording oh it's not is it oh it is recording oh no shit okay I cool I was, I was trying to fool you into thinking i wasn't recording this whole time oh hell yeah okay <laughs> yeah, so we got all that fuck yes okay so yes he is a technological savant let me throw that at you that's funny. He could he could reconstruct his chainsaw in a way that I feel like he could wield it like a katana. Duncan knew Leonardo da Vinci. I, that's great, but did he make a fucking robot hand in medieval times? Duncan built one of the very first steam engines. Did he make a robotic hand that Duncan. functioned like an actual hand in a time and space where not we can't make a we can just now start to make what he made and it still don't work exactly right. I see your point. Okay. I see your point completely. Now we are we are saying he's on an island where there's nothing around. So I right. will I will But your point is taken. Your point is he taken. He is not an idiot. Your point is referring to traps. Right? He's not an, yeah. your, your point is that he would be able to not only construct traps but be able to recognize traps as well, right? Yes. Okay. No. Don't touch her. Remember, because he's like get an axe. Like the minute that yeah. he he understands, he, he knows a trap when he sees one. Get an axe. Now sometimes, sometimes I feel like he purposefully walks into them because he knows he'll be fine. Fair. I would say he's not an idiot, but he is a buffoon. He's a buffoon, and but I think ultimately, which is my favorite type of hero. Ultimately, in this fight, I think oh, wait, him. Wait, 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 wait. Define idiot. And a buffoon is somebody who, like me, I'm not an idiot, but I constantly do and say stupid shit. You can be goofy and naive. Okay, yeah, goofy. So what's, what's an, okay, goofy. Goofy. 
B- if you're an idiot, it, it you are you choose to be ignorant. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, he ignorant. is ignorant, but like he's. I wouldn't say he's he's, he's not, not ignorant. He's he's de- he's he's uh, uh he's not deficient when it no, comes no, no, to no. like survival he's, and stuff. Uh, not delirious. He's <sighs> I can't think of the word. It's on the tip of my tongue. Ah, whatever. He's not aware of what's going on around him. Oblivious. Oblivious. Thank you. God. Yes. He is oblivious, but I, he's he. He's oblivious to an extent, he's but I'd say he's oblivious. he's socially oblivious. Yeah, he's not he's not survival tactics oblivious. Okay, but Duncan is in every possible way. In every possible way, so he he'll is, have great manners suave. while they're he's, fighting. He's suave. He's a gentleman. That's but he can great. He also be brutal and violent at times. So can Ash. And on top of that, like I said before, I think the stealth thing is a big factor in this fight. Um, because depending on how wrong. close Dun- depending on how close Duncan can get to Ash is the factor in this fight that matters. So if, even if I say that, which I I have to disagree with you, but even if I say that Duncan couldn't build a trap that would catch Ash, which I know he could easily, <laughs> pitfall. What are you gonna do against a here's fucking pitfall? No, but what I'm saying is okay. Okay, here's the thing. Yes, he. I'm saying yes, you could catch Ash in a trap. But I'm saying that we have to also factor in the fact that Ash gets out of traps pretty damn quick and not, you know, they, they're they more like, it's like, like I said, it's like in the comic books he walks into traps because he knows it's the only thing he can do. Yeah. And like, we, because it's 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 the domino effect. It's domino <laughs> from fucking Deadpool. He walks into situations he knows he could possibly die in, but he's confident that he won't, and he doesn't, ever. Right, but he, that's an overconfidence thing. Yeah, and, but and it's be, also Because true. he relies on his luck, and his luck's over, not going to help him on this island against Duncan But it's not just luck. He, we've, I've proven that he is, he is crafty. He is... He no is more than aware, Duncan. A medieval hand! Besides the mechanical hand... You have to be an insane genius to do that. But he never shows shows that again. And Duncan is way mechanically savant, dude. He can he can he can strip and rebuild an airplane engine. In the comic books, dude, he has an airplane. In the comic (laughs) books, dude, I'm telling you, so many fucking Scooby Doo scenarios where Ash is setting up elaborate (laughs) traps. Okay, all right, I will take your knowledge for that. For if we're taking if we're taking tip for tat knowledge, like I'm saying, I'm saying he would recognize a trap and he would probably be able to build a convincing one. Now, Duncan would probably see through that immediately. I'm not saying. I'm not saying Ash could catch him in a trap. What I'm saying is that. I think with this his is a ability. moot point because there's nothing for either of them to build traps out of on this island except for like ropes and vines. And I'm just not gonna say, oh, he built the rope and vines. If we're talking about like one-on-one <laughs> combat fight, we're talking about one-on-one combat fight arena style, maybe in the woods, would probably be the only. The problem is, is that both of our hair, are, both of our characters at their core are good. So the only thing, the only scenario, I was gonna say, we have to make a simulation as well because neither of them would want to fight. The Ever. only, the only, th- Duncan would try to be friends. The, exactly, and Ash would be <laughs> ab- on board with All that because that, he's yeah. like, "Oh, a guy with a katana is gonna stop trying to kill me and start trying to help me out of this situation." Yeah. Done and He'd done. Like, so I think the problem is. I think the problem is, is we have to look at them like they're toys that we're that we're holding and we're fighting. We can't figure out a way to to do the, like that now. Yeah, because because in my mind, Duncan McCloud is like the cool, suave Neo character, and 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 Ash Ash Williams is like the. Texas Chainsaw Massacre figure that's way bulky and has like giant muscles and used to be a Hulk figure and they just repainted he's it. He's actually relatively slender. He's a slender I know, but that's man. that's my that, in my head like that's that's how this fight is and I'm like, yeah. okay, he's cool. It makes like, no sense for these this, two to be fighting is the problem. It's it's yes, okay, and we both feel very strongly about which one is superior. 
Okay, all right. I will right. concede. Right. I will right. concede a point that if they were to fight one on one and Duncan, like, if the parameters were, Duncan knows he has to kill this dude to save somebody he loves, and Ash knows he has to try and kill this dude to save his fucking car because <laughs> because that's how he gets home. Because that's the only fucking thing that that's he cares he about. He gets, uh, he gets his car back to get home. He uh, like it's. I th- I would argue that yeah, you could probably say that Ash Ash is he's too stubborn. I think the problem yeah, the problem is is the he's, minute he realizes what Duncan's fighting for, he's done. He doesn't fight. He's like, "Okay, well, let's just work together." I have to make a final argument, Gage. Do it. Here's how I think this would go down. Are you listening, Celeste? This is important. This is my final argument. Here's how I think this would go down. They're fighting in the woods. Ultimately, it would come down to a close quarters one-on-one. And I know because, and Gage makes a good point, I know because Ash is not only a great warrior, he's great in close quarters combat, he has violent, massive offensive power in close range. <laughs> okay. He does He does accurately fight in a, with a sword uh, multiple As, times. Multiple so he times. Could, I, I, I have distinct visual memories of him doing that multiple times. Fighting with a sword. And ac- well, he trained an entire army to yes, fight against yes, dead okay. It's yes, crazy. Yes, but, but... So, here's the deal. I think the deciding factor in this battle is going to be it's going to come down to a one-on-one combat thing. <clears throat> Pardon. And since they're both such capable warriors, it's not going to be anything more than a few blows. As we all know, in real combat, it's never more than a few blows. It's never, ever a sword fight in real combat. No. So, oh, I God, think... This fight would be so cool to see, though. Oh, my God. Like, okay. especially if they shot, think, like, movies. I know. I think what would happen is that they'd come up on each other... Maybe exchange a few blows. The shotgun would be removed from the situation. It would probably just get flung out of his hand or some shit right off the bat. Can I, can I argue for... No, hold on. No, 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 no. no. It's not going to affect... Go ahead, thing. Go ahead, I'm go ahead. Can I argue for that it, he gets at least one shot off so well, he, he knows he'd what he's empty dealing the barrels. with? He'd empty the barrels. Okay. But I just no, need... because that's the... I think that's... I think that is the deciding factor in this battle. If Ash doesn't know that Duncan is an immortal, when they get into... Decide that final final blow. He won't do the killing blow. He he would put his fucking chainsaw through Duncan's chest and be like, "I won." Duncan's gonna be able to get a hit in on Ash. That's gonna incapacitate him and kill him ultimately. Duncan is gonna would come back, and I think it either would fall on that the factor that he doesn't know that he's immortal, or it would fall on the factor that he fell backwards. While he had his hand impaled through Duncan's chest, and his chainsaw went through his head as he fell backwards, and I, they both died. I am hard. <laughs> here's the thing, though. I am hard pressed to find, and, and this is kind of conceding the point. I am hard pressed to find a single instance in which Ash kills a regular human man in the comic books. Like he doesn't kill people; he kills demons. So. The chainsaw he would wouldn't assume, be. Is what you're saying? He would. He would be like, "This is not normal." No, no, no. It's not a. I'm not situation. saying that. I'm not. I'm saying. I'm not saying he's. He. I'm saying if Duncan looks like a human, acts like a human, but is just really good with a sword, Ash is going to try to incapacitate him. I don't think it's go going for the to be. Killing blow. He wouldn't go. He wouldn't. He would go for a knockout blow at best. Like he'd defend himself, but he wouldn't try. I don't think he would actively try because like the. 
the whole thing with the but comic think, books is that I, I, Ash again, is I, the I, pinnacle of good. Because I agree, it, but I, again, I, I... No, no, real quick, I just ahead, want to tell ahead, you a fun ahead, piece ahead, of, of, of Army of Darkness lore. This has nothing to do with my it's argument. Okay. <laughs> okay. The, the, you want to know the whole tr- story about Ash? Ash became the, the chosen... No. Not, not the whole story. <laughs> the whole story behind the chosen one thing. Okay, cool. Is Ash became the chosen one in Army of Darkness when the evil Ash split from him. Right. Ash, as he is in the comic books... And you could argue in maybe the series, because he acts very much like the same, is the pinnacle of human goodness. Like, literally, every evil ounce of him was funneled out was of his cast body, off. Yes. cast off, and I he agree. is the pinnacle of good. He does not kill men. Like, so, like, the idea, it, he is a crass asshole who is socially unconscious, but in his heart, he is the most pure human being to ever live. It's the weirdest canon I've ever heard, and I love it. It makes me so happy to know that the the, that is the, great. the greatest good in the world <laughs> is this asshole, Crazy, idiot, shaggy asshole. Yeah, dumbass. But it's because he does things like he wouldn't harm somebody. He would try to disarm okay, Duncan okay. and then just be done with it. I was going to say, so are you saying that that is a critical flaw? For your, your yeah, absolutely. Argument? I'm conceding that point. It is absolutely <laughs> you think a big that he flaw. would hesitate if he to doesn't kill to do a killing blow on Duncan. What I'm saying, if, if he didn't know he wasn't immortal, yes. If Ash doesn't know Duncan is immortal, Ash loses every time. Now, okay. if so Ash the, realizes so the in question, fight, so he, no, no, no. I'm breaking this down. This is getting real close, Gage. We're I getting know. real close to conclusion. <laughs> Here's the critical question. So, Celeste. Here's the critical question. It all comes down to. And I'm doing very violent hand motions to, towards the mic, listeners. It all comes down to, do you think Ash would shoot, because he doesn't have a shotgun, do you think he would shoot Duncan with the shotgun before Duncan could get close enough to him to engage in hand-to-hand combat? Given all of our points. Given all of the points we've talked about. Because if he does, if he can get a shot off on Duncan before... Before Duncan closes in for hand-to-hand combat, then he would realize that Duncan is not a normal person and would probably go no for the killing bolt. And it would be they both go all-out combat. He's revving up that chainsaw. And I think, even though I hate to say this, I think that Ash's insane, dumb, stupid luck yeah. would cause him to somehow level a killing blow against Duncan in that instance. I would also argue that his insane dumb luck would get him to realize that Duncan was immortal, but I will concede that point. I'm but, just putting it out, out there. But, but and again, and I would argue that Duncan would be up on his... He'd be three inches deep in his ass before he even knew he was there! <laughs> <laughs> what a horrible visual. Yeah! Um, okay, so... That's the question yeah. that I'm posing to you. I'm not, I don't want to answer that question. I want your decision. I want yeah. to know who you think would win in this battle royale. Gage is Ash Williams. You don't have to take the good or the, my, the, and I'm him gonna, being the pinnacle of good thing into heart, but I just love it so much and I had to say it. And I'm going to say that Duncan McLeod is real sexy. He's got long black hair. Ash is sexy. And he's got a great complexion. Not now. <laughs> Ash is sexy in Army of Darkness. He's buff as fuck. He can smolder the with the best of them. He's buff as fuck. He's the nicest gentleman. He's always oily and doing Ash is arts. a terrible misogynist. I am going to say that. He's Ash is great, a terrible misogynist. He's got great yeah, taste in art and wine. He's got great taste Well, no, no, no. We have to do fight. We have to do fight. History. He's Here's really well wed. He's got a great vocabulary. He's a misogynist. He's got nice cars. He's an art dealer. Hang on, hang on, hang on. He's a misogynist. 
but he's one of those ones it's like half-hearted like you can tell like he's he's an idiot but it's more like it's more like he says things without he blurts things out without realizing what they mean and then but like again it's horror very he's a good i good love man. ash he's a good man uh, if, okay. honestly if it was me I, I wouldn't date duncan he's he's too highbrow for me i would date ash if it was me ash loved, but again i'm pandering to the judge and here's i will the remove thing, though, all of those a, things i just just said. real quick though <laughs> in the comic books ash is solely dedicated to <laughs> sheila the girl from uh army of darkness True. the only times he strays like the only times he like he finds another girl is when Sheila is dead or a deadite and then yeah. comes back and Sheila? then he's immediately with Sheila again. <laughs> so like I would argue, yeah, he you could say he's kind of a misogynist, but like that's more like what they play him now. He's kind of an idiot misogynist who's like a baby boomer. He's the kind of guy who drinks in his trailer. Yeah, that's all I can say. <laughs> but in in the old series, he's like he's fucking Casanova. You know what I mean? Like he walks into the place and and he's just got that swagger. All right. Anyway, but that's not yeah. the argument. The argument was the the other thing, the fight thing. Yep. So, who do you think would win in a fight? I'm not asking who you think is cooler or better or or sexier or whatever. Okay. I'm asking you who you think After would win. <laughs> deliberation. After much deliberation. I have to say, it's gonna be Ash from the. Yes. No. Yes. No. Ah. Came ah. to a coin flip and. Came down to a coin flip. Lucky. Wow. It was him. That's a good point. She I has think a it great was, point. I think it was arguing it, that his luck would let him realize that Duncan was immortal. I think you're right. I think that's a pot. I, I hate to say it, but I think in this specific scenario. It's a very specific scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, is our battle royale. That's how this out. It's a fair battle royale. Yes. I think that you're right. I think that that is what it would come down to ultimately. What did you call it? Clash of the Cannons? Clash, Clash of, of cannons. the Cannons. <laughs> or is it Clash of Cannons? Clash of Cannons. Clash of Cannons rolls off the tongue better. Yeah, Clash of the Clan. Yeah, you're right. Clash Clash, Clash of, of Cannons. cannons. Da, 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 da. I want to make a fun graphic for that. I'm going to make a cool soundbite and I'm going to put it right here. Clash of Cannons. There you go. All right. <laughs> Well, All right. are well, we going to watch a... Fast and the Furious? Yeah, we're going to watch Fast if you want. I don't care. I so want to so bad. It's 10.30? Yes. All right. Well, we're going to wander on over a couple hallways and floors down. We're going to listen to Vin theater. Diesel call, talk about family. Actually, no, no it's Dark Dom. It's Dark Dom, dude. All right, kids, have a good night. We're going to watch Mommy and Daddy movies. Have a Yay! good night. I love you. Thanks for listening to the Wait, Lost what's tapes. Mommy and Daddy movies? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you when you're older. That's I'm sorry. You should be.